Welcome to the Artificial Intelligence Podcast with your host, Dr. Tony Huang. I talk anything and everything that has to do with AI, ML, and data science. It seems that the more groundbreaking deep learning models are in the AI field, the more massive they get. This summer's most buzzed about model for NLP, natural language processing, is uh, GPT-3, which is a perfect example. So to reach the level of accuracy and speed to write like a human, the model needed 175 billion parameters, 350 gigs of memory, and a whopping $12 million of training. So think of training as the, the learning phase. But beyond cost alone, big AI models like this have a huge energy problem. Researchers found that computing power needed to train a large AI model can produce over 600,000 pounds of CO2 emission. That's five times the amount of the typical car over its lifespan. So these models often take even more energy to process in real-world production settings, otherwise known as the inference phase. NVIDIA um, estimates that 80 to 90% of the cost uh, um, incurred from running a neural network model comes during the inference uh, rather than training. So to make more progress in the AI field, popular opinion suggests we'll have to make a huge environmental trade-off, but that's not the case. Big models can be shrunk down to size to, to run on everyday workstations or servers without having to sacrifice accuracy and speed. But uh, first, let's take a look at why machine learning models got so big in the first place. A little over a decade ago, researchers discovered that processors used to power the complex graphics in video games, otherwise known as GPUs, could be used for deep learning models. So this discovery led to a race to create more and more uh, powerful dedicated hardware for deep learning applications. In turn, the models data scientists created became bigger and bigger. The logic was that bigger models could lead to more accurate outcomes. Uh, the more powerful the hardware, the faster these models would run. So research proves that this assumption has been widely adopted in the field. Between 2012 and 2018, computing power for deep learning models doubled every three to four months. So that means that in a, uh, in a six-year uh, time period, the computing power used for AI grew at a shocking 300,000 times. Um, so this, this power is not just for training algorithms, but also used in production settings. So uh, a more recent uh, research study suggests that we may actually reach the upper limits of the computing power sooner than we think. And what's more is that research constraints have kept the use of deep learning algorithms limited to those who can afford it. So when deep learning can be applied to everything from detecting cancer cells and medical imaging 
to stopping hate speech online, we really can't afford to limit access. Uh, then again, we can't afford the environmental consequences of proceeding with infinitely bigger and more powerful hungry models. Luckily, uh, researchers have found a way, uh, have actually found a, a number of, of new ways to shrink deep learning models and repurpose uh, training data sets through smarter algorithms. That way, big models can run in production settings with less power and still achieve the desired results uh, based on, on the use case. So these techniques have the potential to democratize machine learning for more organizations and businesses who don't have millions of dollars um, to invest in training algorithms and moving them into production. That is especially important for edge use cases where larger specialized AI hardware is not physically practical. So think of uh, an edge use case as like tiny devices like uh, cameras, car dashboards, smartphones, etc. Researchers are shrinking models by removing some of the unneeded connections in neural networks or by making more of their mathematical uh, operations less, less complex uh, to process. So these smaller, faster models can run anywhere uh, at similar like accuracy and performance to their larger counterparts. Uh, counterparts. Um, that means that we'll no longer need to race to the top of computing power, uh, causing even more environmental damage. So making big models smaller and more efficient is the future of deep learning. Another major issue in training big models over and over again on new data sets for like different use cases is uh, is a is a um, is is this there's a technique to conquer that where uh, it's called transfer learning, uh, which can uh, dramatically help reduce that major problem. So transfer learning uses pre-trained models as a starting point. So the model's knowledge can be transferred to a new task using a limited data set without having to like retain the original model from scratch. So this is a crucial step towards cutting down on uh, the computing power, energy, and money required to train new models. So what's the bottom line? Models can and should be shrunk whenever possible to use less computing power and knowledge can be recycled and reused instead of starting uh, the deep learning training process from scratch. Ultimately, finding ways to reduce model size and related computing power uh, without you know, sacrificing performance and accuracy will be the next great uh, thing to unlock for deep learning. That way, anybody uh, will be able to run these applications in production at lower costs without having to make a massive environmental trade-off. Anything is possible when we can think small about big AI. Even the next uh, application to help, you know, stopping the devastating effects of climate change.